when you put someone up on a pedestal and you're not viewing them with sober eyes, then you can make a lot of mistakes. But with the person that you view and do not put any sort of filter on, just as who they are, then you know exactly what you're getting into. Hey runners, welcome to the Runaway Podcast. This is an episode from our live session. We talk about wellness and pop culture, to find inspiration, and a certain level of correlation. Catch us every Friday at 10.30pm PST on Runaway Podcast's Facebook page for you to join the conversation. Let us know what you think of this episode by giving us your 5-star rating and your feedback on our socials. Now, on with the show. One of the best manufacturers ng laruan ng Avatar is McFarlane. Mm-hmm. I had that before. Kompleto ko silang apat. Although, wala si Toph kasi mahirap talaga hanapin si Toph. Si Toph yung sought after. Kasi napaka-konti ng Toph sa market. But ang available talaga si Soka, si Katara, si Zuko, tsaka si Ang. Remember mo yung sa, ano, sa Calico? Yung kulay green pa sila. Ah, uh-uh. yeah. Nandun siya sa Sulo. Katabi siya lagi nila Spawn. Katabi siya lagi nila Batman. Basta McFarlane. Uh, nandun pa. Hindi pa nabibenta. Ang oh, weird. Waiting <laughs> <laughs> pa sila magbenta. Hindi pa nababenta. Pupunta na ako sa Las Piñas. <laughs> bukas na bukas. <laughs> no, magkano tayo? Pumunta na lang kayo may mag-toy hunting tayo. Uh, well, Ayun. Ikaw, Joe, like, do you collect toys, man? I used to, but like I'm I'm in a condo right now. I'm not in my house, so like I can't show anything. I get that. Cause... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to be renovated. So. I like the cabinet. It really brings out the color of the cabinet. You think it's full of clothes? It's not. It's full of books. Yeah. I'm actually just waiting on the day that you decide to do the Jepoy Deason monologue. Mm. Like, with that background, it would be so good. Ganyan na ganyan yung itsura ko ng mga final season ko ng online class. Ganyan na ganyan yung setup ko nun. Like, so, man, man. like you have a lot of toys now. My goodness. <laughs> Nalala ko nun, may natakot sa akin nata sa live selling kaya na magbila. It says, what, what's your most um, what's your most valuable or price mm-hmm. um, figure sa bahay? Sabi ko, ayun, nasa kanto. <laughs> I'm a figure. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a great Jesus joke. Ay, it's a great joke. It's, it's a, not great joke. It's, ano, it's a, somewhat of a joke. But, then again, pag tinatanong nila talaga yung figure, sinasabi ko kasi lagi, hindi ako nakabase sa presyo ng laruan, nakabase ako sa rarity. Yung ganda ito. Ayan. Diba? Ginabi niya ganyan lang siya. Ano? We love Power Rangers. This is the Japanese version. Hindi siya yung, ano, hindi siya yung US. So, it's somewhat rare. But then again, I'm geeking out. Saan na natin? Wala sila banuts eh. Kaya Yeah, I'm like, one day, man, we're gonna have a toy episode with Banuts, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Oh, Saman natin si Seb, para mabenta na rin yan, mag-live sa mga tayo, so mag-live. You don't know which podcast na yung live selling na lang. HM system. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Ay, natatawa. Every Wednesday, basta ang memes ko lagi tungkol kay Seb, live selling niya and all. Oh my goodness. Ayun, so thank you for everyone for joining. Like we got three viewers already. Thank you. Thank, oh, this is my friend you. who gave me the print. I mean Oh hi. Thank you. Thank you, Micah. Uh, she she's uh, the one who gave you. Mimi gave me this print for my birthday. It's Zutara. Oh. That's signed by Dante. 
and and may Whitman. Um, <laughs> Even- they wrote Zutara forever. Both of them oh. did because they are the co-captains of the Zutara ship. And mm-hmm. I love them so much. And this scene where Katara and Zuko are making out is part of the story that I wrote. <laughs> so, I'm low-key like, fangirling then. <laughs> read the story or I know listen. That I know that y'all know each other and y'all are friends already, but like, can I have your autograph? Like, for market purposes, like, kapag display ko, oh, ito may pirbato nito. <laughs> Listen to the show, Muna. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. I know, I know what to yeah. listen to when I'm doing cardio now. <laughs> like, yeah, um, because, like, um, I, I the story uh, of I'm still here uh, is kind of a rewrite of book three at the very end, mm-hmm. and so like there there's the big Agni Kai with mm-hmm. with Azula and Zuko, and then um, Azula and Katara, and mm-hmm. I had to re-record all of that as myself, oh. complete with like the fight scenes uh-huh. and with. Um, Azula basically losing her mind. I had to recreate all of that in my shitty little home studio. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Sorry to cut you off here, but uh, my my girlfriend's in the in the is viewing right now. Babe, she she writes AO3 fix. Hi, I'm AO3 author Odetter. Hi. (laughs) She 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 writes fix. I'm I'm in a podcast with a fanfic writer. I'm legitimately <laughs> losing my mind. <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy we ran into Jerome completely by accident and bully boy. I saw that episode. I saw that episode and come on, Jerome, anime. What did you do, bro? <laughs> and, uh, anime trivia night. That's how we met, uh, Joe. That's how I met Seb. Um, the, the craziest. I don't part... remember most of the night that we met. Exactly. That was so weird. Um, just, you just, just know it was nighttime. Mm, I just like, it was uh, we... fun. It was, it was a yeah. good time. Yeah, like we were at the party. We were at the hotel here in Alabang. And we, we were, were at a at... party with someone I don't talk to anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. But he, like, dude, like, he, he had a lot. <laughs> oh, th- thank you, Ina. Thank you. But yeah, uh, we were talking, and then I honestly have no idea why I was so drawn into having a conversation with you. But we talked for hours about books. Because you met books. you met drunk me. Drunk me has zero social anxiety. Is super friendly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I had and like the, the drunk you? eight. eight this is not. You think this is water? <laughs> juice. It's juice. Get <laughs> this juice. So it's it's green. just straight vodka. <laughs> there we go. Ganun na kasanay, ganun na kasanay yung katawan sa vodka. Like, wala na tirik-tirik. Iniinom na lang. Oh, I mean, I did, I, the, I, I did live in the UK for a while. <laughs> Some right. You got it. Yeah. Beer is water there. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Like, and they start drinking at like 13. Oh, no way. We'd rather you no. do it in the house, honey. 
Isugan to puro sa Pilipinas dito mo lang makikita na pinaiinom yung kanon ng 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 banog yung suka yung pinapuro yung jindi ito spirit evil yung sinabi ni yung sukang pinakurat this is spicy gin so kung pinakurat 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 Europeans with the way that they drink Exactly. I feel it. Um, I I just really want to give another shout out to Micah or Mika. Micah or Mika? Me. Me, Mika. Oh my goodness. Like, thank you. Like, she's flooding the comments. <laughs> thank she's you. a part of legend. Thank you, thank you. She's, she's a supportive queen. She's a bestie. Thank you. Oh my goodness. So, um, so just like what I said earlier, I just really want to have a quick minute to talk about like why I had goosebumps and why I chose Seb specifically and then Jonah specifically for to for me to talk about Avatar. Um, <clears throat> for the runners, if you haven't seen it yet, but I started putting sub like secret messages in the live posters. I'm not sure if you can see it. So if take a look. I don't have the file. Like I really don't. I'm sorry. But at the very center of Ang, you would see like a circle and then like sun sh- something around him. Do you guys see it? I'm I'm checking that now. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Or uh, there's there's another one. There's another below Ang. There's a small orange symbol that you can see. Like at the live, yes. right? Um, yeah, the small orange symbol. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, the small orange symbol. Right. Thank you, Seb. Thank you. So yeah. here's here's where the the secrets come in. Uh, I didn't have a chance to talk about this live session because we were fangirling about suits and all, but somehow I'm kind of relating the characters that we're gonna talk about into explaining what are chakras. And I'm not talking about Naruto, like you know, mm, Sasuke, like you know, I throw chakra, oh, blah blah blah. But no, I'm, I'm... yeah, let's go Sasuke. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Sasuke. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I got goosebumps just for the simple fact that uh, the orange chakra or the sacral chakra is the energy. Okay, is the energy that kinda attributes or that's a little bit similar to happiness happiness and no. it's usually nice. about accepting change letting go and transformation in life we've been talking only two characters we got katara and zuko but the way we talk about them like shit like <laughs> dude it's literally there because they're the best yeah and this is what's really funny because like we talk about uh bald zuko talk about bald zuko but <laughs> One of the Zuko Grande, right? Zuko Grande, <laughs> Zuko Grande. <laughs> One of the signs that will show in your body if your quote unquote sacral chakra is blocked. Non-believer, I'm not imposing my beliefs. Just educational people, okay? For educational purposes, Speak you your would. Truth. Oh, thank you. You would have anger issues, and 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 and. You will be driven by your fear of losing control over your relationships, which Zuko did in the beginning, and then he eventually regained it back. Yeah. There's so many layers. Like, 
I've I've watched this show so many times in my life over and over and over again. That's why I have like such an encyclopedic memory of everything. There's so many things that you can learn about it with every rewatch. There's so much that you like realize when you figure out. Oh, Mimi's also wearing their Fire Nation shirt. Fire Nation. Oh, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> So, which kind of... Punisher. <laughs> I'm I'm wearing polo. <laughs> I'm wearing polo. Represent old navy. I don't know. <laughs> story, but when I, I I wore this shirt in the UK, I, I was mind. just like I was I was just gay rights. I was just I was I was just like walking around uh, wearing this shirt, yeah. and like some guys came up to me like, "Hey, what football team is that?" So, uh, <laughs> uh, it, 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 it says Zuko at the back. Zuko one. So like Fire Nation. It's it's Avatar. My my dudes. Yes, my goodness. Oh, this now brings me to the main topic of conversation. The reason why I got Jonah and Sam in the podcast, I really want everyone to know, especially the five viewers, Lalong the Dinsis, Chao. Why I'm gonna bring back the, the the slides? Okay, here we go. I'm gonna bring this one. Why do you guys think Zutara is a thing? Because it makes sense. Oh, was... <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Here we go. Okay. Listen, so the floor is yours. I'm I'm Ao3 author owed better. I'm I'm literally the third most kudos fic in the Zutara fandom on Ao3. Like. We are in the presence <laughs> of royalty, and I, I, I there is there is not a hint of sarcasm in that. I know, I know that like there there will be some people that think I'm 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 being sarcastic about this, but you have no idea how cool this is to me. <laughs> I, I appreciate it so much. It's it's very nice. Um, it's like. I, I, I've loved Zutara literally my entire life. I've shipped them literally since I was 11 years old. I was there from the very beginning. I was there during 2009, during the SDCC shitstorm that happened, where Zutara then changed fandoms forever. Uh, thank you, Ariel. Zutara is the best. <laughs> like they, from, from a story point narrative, they just make the most sense. They're fire and water. They're yin and yang. Like. They they both they both have the parental issues, not exactly mirroring each other, but they they can relate to a certain degree. When they became friends, finally, they were the only ones who treated each other with some kind of equal respect. You know what I mean? Like because with Sokka, Katara is always going to be his little sister. With Toph and Aang, she's always going to be this like older mother figure that they can count on to take care of them and like wash their clothes and give them food and all that because they're 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 13 and 12 and like they can't take care of themselves. Zuko is the one who like stepped up and is the only one who like talked to her like she's a person. You know what I mean? Like she he's the only one who like really leveled with her on a certain degree where they would talk about their feelings they would talk about their past and their emotions and like like she he's the only one who like asked about her mom you know like so to that and like and how zuko like 
you know, he worked to get her forgiveness. He didn't like des- he didn't act like he deserved it. He he did, he he just did the work because he he cared about her opinion and he he didn't want her to hate him. He wasn't like wooing her to to get her. You know what I mean? Like she wasn't a, she wasn't a prize to be won. She wasn't an object. Um, <laughs> and whereas girl, um, and on the other side of the spectrum, where Ang put her on this like pedestal, like she's his forever girl. She was the first person that he saw. She's she makes me happy. You know all of these different things, and it's all about Ang. You know, never once is it considered in that Ang and Katara narrative about what Katara wants in her life, where she wants someone who's stable. She wants someone who's there. She wants someone who would also take care of her in a sense, because she she can't be the one taking care of everybody forever. You know what I mean? And yeah. so they, to a certain degree, they're pretty much equals in a, in a sense, because he's a prince. She, her dad is the chief, which in the hierarchy of things of how I'm equating it, she, which makes her the kind of princess to a degree. You know what I mean? I don't know, but uh, they 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 were like Dante Bosco literally had a line in the show where he's like, "I rise, you rise with the moon, I rise with the sun," which like it woke something in me. <laughs> That's right, American. No Don't hide that dragon. <laughs> yes, that was his season, right? <clears throat> right? From the very, from the very beginning, they have had like this journey side by side together, even if they didn't really realize it. Where Zuko was kind of in his like beginner phase, and Katara literally didn't know how to move water around, didn't know how to make a wave, and then they became masters in their own right. They became their own separate people, and if you join them together, they are complete without each other. But they like complement each other so well. Like there are some people who say that like, oh, Zuko would be too angry and they would like fight all the time. Like, have you seen them beyond book one? Did you watch the show? Like for real? Because like after after this particular scene, after this hug, after the Southern Raiders, she tells him that she forgives him. You know what I mean? And it's not it's not Zuko's fault that his dad and his nation burnt everything to the ground he's a 16 year old kid he wasn't part of any of that and he was actively working to pay for the crimes of his father of his whole family afterward so it's just it, it makes no sense to me the argument that they would like fight all the time because like he has a relationship where they fight all the time in the show and y'all like that shit <laughs> that is true Replenish, replenish. Because it's true, man. The most sad thing about them is that they're literal na Magnus Haven. They wrote the book on red and blue, enemies to lovers. They they invented it. Ang ane ane tawag dito yun yung Magnus Haven sa ano sa Reddit thread. Kung si kung sa mga nanonood ano yung Magna 7 eh, sila yung pinagtagpo pero hindi pinadana. They, ano, some, there are some th- fan theories that they are that couple reborn. I, some, someone in the comments remind me who those people are from the Earth Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, they did. Anyway, they did invent, they did inventship weeks. You know what I mean? Uh, you know when, um, 
Oh, excuse me. I shouldn't have drank. It's fine. Uh <laughs> Hi, drunk Jill. You got this, Queen. You got this, Queen. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Gin? No, it, it isn't gin. No, no, no. It, 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 um... It's it's the couple when they were in the caves together, and Aang and Katara like had to kiss in the dark. But there's a story that there's this oh, yeah. like old couple that would like mm-hmm. had to meet Oma and Shu. Oma Shu. There you go. Um, no. where they are, though, they are Oma and Shu reborn, kind of. There's a fan theory that goes around, and it's very widely accepted in Zutara circles that uh, they're there, they re met again, reincarnation. There's so many AUs. Shout out to Zutara Opium. I'm, I'm getting goosebumps again. Oh my goodness, <laughs> because they just make the most narrative sense. You know, mm-hmm. like and and Aaron A has is a strong believer of Zutara. Everyone was rooting for Zutara except Bright, who are Mike and Brian. Mm-hmm. And it always mm-hmm. like sparks up. It always is. She's like you know Zutara is that girl when official accounts need a little bit of engagement for their social media profiles. They just tweet about Zutara. Then they watch the comments flood in and they get that sweet, sweet engagement. Because no matter what you say, no matter what you do, Zutara is going to be that girl. Zutara is going to be the one that's going to be talked about. Or if you want to be hated by the community, just say something negative about <laughs> No, because um, the people who make the most noise about Zutara are the people who hate it. Right. Oh, I remember now, Jonah. Um, there was... There were there were two people in the party that we met. They were talking about how Ang and Katara were perfect for each other. And then you stepped in. You talk about no, no, no. And then I backed you up. And then I was like, oh shit, we're the same. And then this is why we're friends. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, it it was after all the games and stuff, and I was just beginning to drink. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Wala lang. Eh, is like shift natin konti yung topic. If let's say for example, Zotara really became the ideal couple in the story or in the timeline. Supposedly sino makakatuluyan ni? Tough. Ni Ang. Tough. All right. Here here's here's the uh, Here we go. Here's the fact that I'm going to put up to you. Why does he need <laughs> someone to end up with? Like what why is that necessary? It, yeah, random you, you you stated it yourself. It's a random cliche. It's a cliche. It's Therapy. something that doesn't need to happen, right? And 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 that's it. Is like really, he, it doesn't need to happen. It's like a name. It's like a name. I know what I need. I need someone to adopt him. He's already he got Appa. Like. <laughs> He's got Appa, he's got Momo, he's he's already like he, he's got all he needs, right? Like I believe that Ang could have lasted in the show happily single or just meet someone random down down the line. Uh I, I think I, he was twelve. I think he would have gotten over his crush not liking him back. Yeah, yeah. No, and like that that's also the thing, like they are in their early teens. Most of them are, at least, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ang is at that age where I believe he didn't really have to think about that too much. Like, sure, like his hormones might have been taking over and like making him not think that clearly. But Ang and Anji were cute, though. I gotta go. With Ang, Ang and okay, who? Here we go. 
Ang Ann? Anji. Um, the Anji. girl with the bangs when uh, when Ang went to school that one time. Oh. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's cute. Um, <laughs> but like what I what I will say about Zutara and um uh for future reference, my guy, I am not the guy to speak after Joda. Like I, I shouldn't <laughs> like the order of this I'm of sorry. this con No 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 I'm 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 telling I'm telling Jerome this for future mm. reference. Whoever's mm. the biggest expert should always speak last because they'll have the most to say. Like, <laughs> get rid of the guys who will who will who will like have things to say but nowhere at the level of what Jonah said. Um though mm -hmm. I, I also write for a living, so words are my whole thing. Actually, like she, she's the con primary content snippet of, of no, everything. No, no, it's a name. It's uh, it's actually the name. Because I've met a lot of experts in you know in the past five years or no, mm. yeah five years. Because the the talaga na from the toys from the animes. Mm. I even met. Um, someone na talagang really in-depth sa wrestling in which nagtataka ako, bakit ka in-depth sa wrestling? E fan ka eh. Parang ang weird kasi ginagawa yan on the spot. Pero, you know, moving forward, this is one of those feelings na parang ang saya niya kakwentuhan kasi there's a specific topic that you were a fan of and then you met an expert na talagang nag naglaan. Naglaan ng oras para lang anuhin ko. Yeah. And then, you know, parang minsan talaga in the seriousness of the topic, gusto ko mag, ano, gusto ko magbata ng mga curveballs, like, mm -hmm. what if, <laughs> oh, what if hindi, oh, what if pala, no, what if pala, what if nagkatuloy si Satara, tapos sabay sobrang nag-open-hearted siya, tapos naging He's evil siya. He's called, you've got over it. Right. Hindi, no, what if naging the, evil? The, <laughs> the thing about, no, because like, the thing about this is like, mm -hmm. um, the way we write these things, the way, like, if if you would argue that Avatar is a shonen anime, which, that's still up in the air for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They don't know whether they'd call it a shonen anime. They also don't know whether they'd call it an anime. <laughs> for all the innovation and for all the things that, uh, that Avatar touched on first, I think one of the things that they could have touched on was romance doesn't have to be something so that matters so much to the main protagonist. Because it happens a lot, especially when that main protagonist is twelve and like what fourteen, maybe by the end of it. If you're gonna, mm -hmm. if, he's still twelve. No, this happens that, over a summer. Which, which just tells you that, like, you know, some, sometimes <laughs> the ND campaigns can go on for a while, and you you think more time passed, but not really. Um, but yes, uh, I don't think it should have been that important to Ang at all. And everything that happened between Katara and Ang felt forced and felt like they just had so to give Ang something. Um, but I am a Zutara fan on it's a lot of different levels because uh, I'll, I'll I'll come from a different fandom to relate to this. A I Zutara am... fan who hasn't read "I'm Still Here." <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm, I'm, yo, I'm, I'm nowhere near you. One day, maybe I will. Um, <laughs> but in, in, in the time that we were all cooped up in our homes, I decided, hey, I, I used to be an anti-anime fan. I will get into anime now because all of my friends have given up on the idea of me doing it. 
Um, so I got into it, and the second thing I watched was My Hero Academia. And hey. um, oh, Rue, hi, Rue. If if there are people in the comment section who are against uh, certain things in My Hero Academia, I'm about to to light a fire up your ass. Um, I think <laughs> I think that. I think yeah, that the only the only um the best ship in my hero academia is actually between Bakugo and Ochako Uraraka. You're in the right you're in you're in the, you're in the correct company. You're in the right company. I don't know what you're talking about, but I know my friends. I say this within the within the context <laughs> of it relating to <laughs> MHA, relating Hi, to um hell yeah i am in the right place right now i'm in the right company we're, for sure they, they run the taco events man oh shit i think we're in the same group chat on twitter um <laughs> pm message them right now oh man if only i wasn't so broke to to, to buy the kachako forever stuff um no i exposed myself too much um <laughs> now everyone's gonna know it's on the internet now shit um I watch the sports festival and a lot of people are going to use the sports festival as the fucking basis for why the ship happened. But uh, I apply to my own life. I apply to what I think love should be in a, in the most functional manner that I've seen it be manifested because um, Zuko and Katara completely aware of each other's flaws. Like even if you take, if you, even if you take their own social status away and all their parallels, all of the places where they don't coincide, that is already on the table. Um, and I think that is really important for a mature, functional relationship that is not romanticized to the point of it not being realistic. Because um, I... <laughs> Um, I have gone through, you know, as, as most people do, I've gone through relationships in my life and I know the growth that I had to go through before I was in a healthy functional relationship. And that was with a person who, when I met her, we hated each other. Kind of, we were not friends. It took us eight years to like discover that like, the way we viewed each other was kind of wrong. We ended up together at the end. And the thing with this parallel with all of, with the, the Zutara ship is when two people view themselves at eye level, when people can view each other as equals, no pedestals, because that can always exist for someone. Um, this was something that I was taught in like a, like my terrible conservative Christian school. Love is not felt. It is chosen. It's a conscious decision. And when your sober mind can look at the person in front of you and think that, like, um, this person is right for me because this person can be the one to call me on my shit. This person is the one that can, that knows I'm not perfect. And this person, when we argue, we will do actual work and discourse towards solving a problem. That to me is what makes a good couple. When Bakugo went all out and nearly killed Ochako Uraraka in the sports festival, 
and everyone said, why you beating on the lady? She a lady. Look at her. She likes the color pink. Like, and and Aizawa was like, yo, if, if you're a pro hero, you should look for a new job. And everyone was like, why do you sound like that? Um, Aizawa was the only person to see that the, the reason Bakugo did this is because he knows the capability of the person in front of him. And if he doesn't go all out, he will get his ass handed to him. Because despite the fact that the image of Bakugo is this guy so hilariously angry that um, they think that he's in the hero school just to get training so that he can become the best villain, Bakugo is calculated. He's controlled. And he knows what he needs to do to get to point Z. And he doesn't care if popularity is a factor. Right? And it was at this point where I was like, that works. Like, if these two get together... This is exactly like my image of what a good, uh, of a good, what a, a good relationship should be between two people. And with with Zutara, there will never be a time that Katara looks at Ang and isn't like, "There's a couple things I still need to teach him," you know. Like <laughs> with with let's say the Uraraka thing, like she likes Deku. <clears throat> there is this image in her head of what Deku is. That is the first that is the first red flag there. Because when you when you put someone up on a pedestal and you're not viewing them with sober eyes, then you can make a lot of mistakes. But with the person that you view and do not put any sort of filter on, just as who they are, then you know exactly what you're getting into. And that is Zutara. They have fought enough times. They have hated each other. They have become friends. And um, they have gotten to the point where, like, whatever feelings were there, it is not in some kind of, in some kind of guise. It's not because she looks up to him so much. Or it's not because she knight in shining armored her. Like, this, this trope of the knight in shining armor is, to me, the most, one of the most, like, condescending tropes to ever exist in 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 these um genres of shows because if you are to have a partner and by definition partner i'm not saying girlfriend i'm not saying boyfriend right if you were to have a partner by definition a partner has to be able to supplement for the things you you don't have strengths in like i'm not saying that like she completes you. You said it a while ago. Like Zuko and Katara complete people. And the idea that like um people need to have like uh their incomplete halves filled by another, complete bullshit. Complete bullshit. Choir, but... Because if you are not the complete person by the time you decide to get into a serious relationship, that shit ain't gonna last. And so these true. two people oh my God. These people, these two people, Katara Zuko, they have gone through enough to know exactly who they are. They have suffered enough and they have accomplished enough and have matured enough that if they were to decide that, you know, they want to get together, then those are people who are ready for that. I have seen so many people, and like I am telling you within the past two years, who tried to fill the voids in their lives with a girl or a boy, it, that shit doesn't exist. That shit doesn't exist at all. 
Do not fill your voids. Do not think that there's a person in this world that can. And this is why I feel strongly about this, because it's so valuable. And it's not just valuable to, to uh, yourself. It's valuable to whoever comes into your life. Because if you don't know who you are and you have a certain fear towards that person, and I understand that the journey towards discovering yourself is scary. But if you don't do that, you have no idea who you could hurt. And it could be really bad. It could be really bad because our, our insecurities are fucking cesspool. Like you can be you can be the best, you can be the best human being to someone to someone and completely be the opposite when it comes to love. I've seen the most decent of dudes turn into complete scumbags once they find the girl who's caught their attention enough. Like it's it's really, really bad. And it it can it's disheartening. Because it's a weakness of character you don't see anywhere else. Like, it's, to me, Zatara, Kachako, these things are not... Um, they're not just ships for a fandom to, to you know, to fawn over. Um, it tells a lot about the people that like it. Um, it also tells a lot about the people, what, like, these people would want. Hypothetically, realistically, or what they already have. Um, and if you, you could see that these people are the types of people that usually don't see things at surface, surface level. These people are the people who have seen enough to know what the intrinsic value in a human being is, to know what the intrinsic value in love is. And, um, in entertainment, it's often manifested through these characters and, the problem with the idea of people thinking that Ong and Katara should be a thing. I'm, I'm actually attacking you guys. Go ahead and say, it's not Ang. It's not Ong, it's Ang. Um, these people are the people who have never, you know, who usually look at a narrative on surface level and don't really care about what happens after. Um, and it's, it's really important for us to go the route of like... Um, seeing what is in front of you and what really would work in a hypothetical situation. Like Zuko was the most developed and the most mature of all of them at the time. And I think that Anne could have really afforded with no romantic uh, ties whatsoever. You could have done it like maybe in the comics or maybe somewhere else, but he was 12. He didn't need to think about that shit. Like 17-year-old, 16-year-old were right around the age where we've gone through like a little bit and maybe could like dabble in that. <laughs> but it, Ang was so clearly a child. Ang was so clearly a child who matured really quick because he only had three seasons. Um, but <laughs> Zuko and Katara were legitimately complete people. And Ang felt like he was rewarded something at the end of Avatar by getting Katara. And that that's an issue. That's an issue because Katara, for all her value as a character, was cheapened by the fact that she was written to be with Aang because they probably decided in season one that it should happen. You but, have seen Aang like when he's an adult, right? And you've seen pictures of Bright. Who's Bright? Um, Mike and Brian Konietzko. Mike DiMartino oh. and Brian Konietzko. Look at their photos and look at Aang as a grown-up. And you'll see why Aang ended up with Katara. 
Wait, wait. Mm. Oh shit! Okay. Writer's <laughs> <laughs> uh, perspective. Kumbaga sa ano? Kumbaga sa final oh. mm. It was oh. ano? It was ano yung later? Oh. Hindi, hindi it, was the, it was it was self-insert. <clears throat> it was a self-insert of a happy ending of ha- they wish they get the girl. For some reason, it's it was a, no, it was predestined. But like, this yeah. adds to this. Uh, Why is that so important? Like, e- even if it was a self insert, like, this just tells you the immaturity <clears throat> of so many men that they think they're incomplete <clears throat> until they've had that thing. Oh, you like, were my new best friend. <laughs> oh, oh well, hell yeah, bringing people together. It really, it really. <laughs> Look, I, I say that I say this very clearly as like I want to make this clear. I'm not the fucking white knight. Like I am not a simp for no motherfucker. Um mm-hmm. I have been right. an asshole all my life and I do <laughs> I, I do not have alt accounts. I do not like uh do IG stories for close friends only. Everything that I choose to put out there is put out there for everyone to see. Right? I like very to sum up, I, I really don't no no it's it's completely fine it's completely fine oh, this is just me saying that i am a person who puts myself out there to a fucking fault okay i don't care we stand this we stand in this <laughs> look look Go ahead. i have a sister i have a mother both of whom very strong people who've gone through things i could not possibly understand no matter how much empathy I threw in that direction, right? But um, it's important for uh, characters uh, to be rewarded naturally and to be treated as people. Um, and my, I, I, I will not have the creators of Avatar's names memorized. This is not my realm. I only right. know enough All to break. be here. All right, Mike. Break. Um, Reich. Break. Brian and Mike. All right. Brian and Mike. Um, It's really okay for us guys not to end up with a girl. Um, It's okay for us not to end up with a girl during the most important um, story arc of our entire lives. Um, It is not important for us to ever end up with a girl ever. Um... One of the most beautiful things that's demonstrated in only, you know, parts of media that are very niche, like Critical Role and uh, if you guys haven't seen it, The Legend of Vox Machina, and if my girlfriend is still watching, like, yeah, sorry, I'm also preaching about Vox here. There are characters that never end up with anybody. Huge fan bases, might I add. Massive fan bases. But they don't end up with anyone romantically, but their arcs feel complete. Um, let's say with Deku. Like, if deck, if My Hero Academia ends and God, Horikoshi, really, like, the, the fight is lasting long enough. Bakugo's been dead for a year. Um, Deku, by the end of this, I don't see a romantic, a need for a romantic partner at all. I don't see a need for a romantic partner for Ang. Like, it, it's okay for a guy to be single. It's okay so- for us to feel a sense of accomplishment without having a girlfriend it's not that important romance is an aspect of life not something you need to complete your identity 
I feel like we need to do like a things you should know about the boys part. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I understand. <laughs> yeah. and I complete um for some of the points that he said, it was really on point. That's that is perfectly and again just to at least um reiterate what I meant. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, when they asked, "Na kung sino man yung makakatuloy ni ganyan," it's because of the fan base. Um, again, I understand that there's a lot of you, um, Zutara. There's a lot of you who, or there's a lot of us, whether you're a hardcore fan or whether you're just starting fan. The storyline itself, um. Unfortunately, will always be revolving on the storyline that is shown on TV. That's the reality, right? Mm-hmm. And I, well, I understand your point, Joe and Seb. Mm-hmm. I really do understand that. And ako nga eh, sabi ko nga sa sarili ko hindi bagay si Katara kaya. Honestly speaking, hindi sila bagay. Mas pipiling ko pa si Topos, mas pipiling ko pa yung bata na nakasalubong na kumakain ng doon na hindi niya parito, na nagustuhan siya dun sa, sa island na yun. Mas gusto ko siya kay Ang kasi nagkakasundo sila. Di ba may bata doon na parang natuwa siya kasi kinakain ni Ang yung hindi na prito na to. Something, something to that extent. But I think, the, ano, I think that's one of the good points na sinabi ni Seb. Kasi nga, though again, it's good for you to be, or at least, hindi naman, it's good for It's not that it's good for you to be single, but it's okay. That's the proper term. It's okay for you to single. It's okay for you to single. <laughs> bye. Bye, baby. <laughs> it's okay for you to be single. But then again, kasi, there is this factor. And and this is happening in reality as well. Na whether we like it or not, we would always want an opposite sex. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. There is there will, uh, oh, all right. There will uh, always there be some someone of the opposite to. sex. Um, yeah, I understand. I understand your point, John. I understand. I understand. I understand. But in you know, in in a very traditional, because old old school, ako, sa ano ko is there will always be someone that you're going to be looking forward to at least see now you've accomplished something and that i do get that but look at it like this if we teach and like we've said this show was fucking mm-hmm. for eight-year-olds to 11 year olds we're, we're going <laughs> yep, yep, for yep, that yep. demographic right yeah this yeah. is for young children do we really want to teach a full generation of young men that the the feeling of completeness is to have the partner is, is to yeah. is to like i that's think a, we should actually patriarchal centric ideal yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and tradition is all well and good and i get that and your your question i took no offense to it at all just no. just so you know um it's just it's just a factor to discuss like if we are gonna start a generation of young men out who will go into their to their teenage years soon if these are like co-ed kids or whatever, we do have to teach this gen- generation of men that we can take time in in our lives to mature. That the most memorable years of our lives 
won't necessarily contain that package that you've always seen. And I'm not saying Aang does never has to be with anyone. I'm just saying that Katara was not it. I don't think they wrote the right person for Aang in the show. And if if the if the show revolves around Aang, then it can revolve around Aang defeating Fire Lord Ozai. Because if it revolves around Aang defeating Fire Lord Ozai, and Katara can go off and have her romance with with um with Zuko and you know uh Sokka with the moon or Suki. <laughs> the moon praise the moon <laughs> we will always have the point in time where Ang like- defeated Ozai and Ang can live his life and find a lady it doesn't have to be Katara okay. but the thing is you also say like we're working with what's in the show the, the things the moments we are actually talking about are in the show for the most part <laughs> Um, and there's enough on the show, like even me as a diehard Kachako fan, right? You could argue that there's not enough in the show to say that those two should be together. But there's a lot more in in Avatar to say that Zuko and Katara should be together. I, I just think that like if we are if we are children viewing every single show as we look at the main protagonist first, I think it would have helped a lot of kids. For mm-hmm. ha- for Ang to not end up with anybody, because at least by the end of Avatar, they're not rushing to have a girlfriend at thirteen. They're not rushing to figure themselves <laughs> out when they're completely not ready. It's fine for you to want that, but it's also not fine for you to be like pining for it, rushing for it, because every other show told you you should. Because mm-hmm. that's really hard, like. We I, we've been talking about a lot of feminist issues here, but how about let's go to men, right? Let's go to the factor of men because men's issues are feminist issues. Men are also a victim of the patriarchy. Yeah, but simply for the reason that, like you know, the label of feminism is what it is. Feminism. It doesn't have our pronoun in it. Yeah, it is equality. Um, but you know, if we are if we are talking about the guys who don't want that word in there. Um, we are actually, as you know, a species of human beings, we are very insecure at heart. We are mm-hmm. pining for the same tenderness, the love, the affection, the places where we can be vulnerable. And we don't have a lot of places that tell us that's okay. Uh, we don't have a lot of places that tell us that we can find a complete version of ourselves without another person Mm -hmm. and that definitely had an effect on me as a kid and not that i ever became a creeper to any girl i like to think i wasn't (laughs) if i was then here's my apology on the internet out there for everyone to see but i just think avatar could have pulled the trigger on something that not a lot of people did and that would just further how great the series could have been you know, it's not just that we lack the season four. It's just, it's also that we kind of diminish the value of Katara's character by making her Ang's trophy, which is not, I'm sure Ang wouldn't be the type to treat her as such, but that's, I'm sure, how it translated to viewers. 
like let, we don't have to put ma- malice on Ang the character, but I'm sure it translated to a lot of viewers as I am the main character, therefore I must get the girl if I set my sights on her. And that's not love. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not good. And that's not good. It's it's um. I'm I'm just saying this because I would have loved to be more secure with myself at that age. I would have loved to not have to think about that. Like the things that made me feel so alone and that the only way to not feel alone is to have a girlfriend. There is value in it with your friends. There is value in the love that you get that isn't romantic. And there is also an intimacy that you can have with your platonic friends that, you know, you could translate into your future partner, but like it doesn't have to be isolated to that. Bye, Micah. Bye, Micah. Thank you for coming. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Micah. Um, She also did just send me a friend request. Sorry. I was about to message her. (laughs) 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 Because I started finding out I was an um, avatar Kiyoshi. Just one. Just to Mm -hmm. refresh everyone. Yeah. Um, Again, some of the this is what healthy debate is like. You know? Um, Because I'm um, again, I, I, this is the conforming of reality is that I'm a traditional type of guy and then these two folks who are very wonderful um, have their own sites to at least a different area of perspective. Because I'm old school. I believe in very old school things. Because that worked for me. Right? So what worked for me Maybe kapag nag-transition ako sa ibang ganta, hindi mo work. So that's why I stuck to something that works for me. Diba? Ganun mm-hmm. naman yan. But then again, we have Seb, we have Joe who really did their adventure throughout. And I want to commend you guys kasi nga, it's been a while na nagkaroon kami ng ganitong debate. Hindi naman debate. It's more of a, con- if a healthy conversation. Ika nga. Kahit hindi nagsasalita mm-hmm. si Jerome kasi tingin natin is Seb po. I'm reading comments too. Sorry, I'm, 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 I'm answering too. Um, <laughs> this is one of those episodes where, in I feel lucky that I was able to meet you guys. I mean, I hope to meet you soon. To be honest. Tomorrow, Siguro pagdating sa story ang Avatar, I'm more of a story inclined rather than those, you know, branching out what ifs, di ba? Kasi ganun din naman ako sa, ano, sa Final Fantasy. But speaking with Joe and with the enlightenment of Parag said, really, you know, really made me wonder what if nga, ano? what if, mo, hindi ko naisip yun up until kanina. Kung hindi nakatuluyan ni ano, kung hindi nakatuluyan ni ah, si si Katara. Eh ako traditional ako kasi ano ako mainstream romantic romantic flick yung mga ganun. Nakatuloy niya siguro yung yung batang nagbibigay ng tone na hilaw din sa sa isang isla somewhere. Di ba parang nakakatong ano and for that like um I would like to thank you guys for your insight. Sobrang solid. Um I never thought Avatar did this be in them. It can. 
you know, I mean, there's there's, there's actually a, there's actually another layer that I've like I've I've been, I've been waiting. I've I've been really wanting to to talk about sure, because sure. in defense of Aang, because mm-hmm. when he enters the story, he is a 12 year old boy who was frozen in time for 100 years, and when he wakes up, everyone he knew was dead. Yeah. Everyone Captain who took America. care of him, everyone he loved, dead. He had all his home ransacked, and he found out about the genocide. And he found out he he bore the weight of being the last airbender. He bore the responsibility that it took. He wasn't with, so he put all of this love because remember how in like the recent um, uptick of like stories centering around grief like in WandaVision where how what is grief if not love persevering mm-hmm. right Ang had all of this love to give and in Fleabag's words he didn't know where to put it so he projects all of that love all of that affection all of that want and desire and hurt and pain he puts all of it on Katara and Sokka specifically because he they were the first two who took care of him. They are the first two <laughs> they are the first two who like reminded him of his family. They were the only ones who felt safe enough because again he is a 12 year old boy who has to deal with all of this grief. So he translated that mistakenly as some kind of romantic love because that was how what was how he was taught a hundred years ago. And he's looking for a place to call home. He's not looking to Katara because he wants a girlfriend. He's looking to Katara because he wants a family. He 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 wants what he had back home with all of his friends when they were playing like this little airball game, when when they were throwing cakes at each other. He's looking for that. That's what he wanted. And because this was written by white by straight white men that automatically translated into a romantic story when in reality ang needed a family that ang needed that support system and he found one he, he found one all on his own it's little and broken still good um, <laughs> it all goes back to lilo and stitch <laughs> <laughs> And that's why I think that um, Korra specifically was like such a disservice to Aang um, Mm -hmm. because it painted him as this terrible father to his other two kids who weren't airbenders. And you're telling me that this little group of friends, this little family never talked again and just like sucked as parents and didn't like Mm -hmm. beat each other up for being terrible parents. That's not, that's incorrect. Oh, the last Jedi. You're right. They they made... They made they they made a family with each other, you know, with that kind of friendship that for that forged from war, from suffering, from all of right. these shared experiences. They would have been friends for life. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So it makes no sense. So, um, Ang like projecting all of this, all of this stuff in this life that was missing at Katara, and then like yeah. mistranslating that into a kind of love. That's why whenever he would like try. And make a move on Katara yeah. romantically. Katara never reciprocated, never. Mm. Like when, it, when he tried to kiss her, and 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 Katara was like, "I was confused." Oh, don't don't mm. that. And he was just like, "But, but I'm the Avatar. You're my forever girl." What's the mine? I'm the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> because because he's a child. 
You know, he mm. thinks of his life as a fairy tale where he's the hero, and he kind of is. But him being rewarded in the end with this image of what uh-huh. he thinks he should have, and he never once thinks of what she should have. Like, what kind of support can this 12-year-old grieving little boy give to this other grieving little girl right. who is who has taken over this kind of mother role? Because there's an imbalance there. Because mm-hmm. she's never going to not think of Aang as this broken little child who mm-hmm. needs who needs somebody. Like whenever he would go, whenever he was going Avatar state, when when Appa was lost, when he saw the destruction of his home, of his home temple, and mm-hmm. Katara was the one who had to calm him down and to bring him back. There's a there's an imbalance there because now Katara would also have to like make sure that he doesn't go there. There's always going to be part of her that's constantly taking care of him, and it would never come back in the same way. Because Aang wouldn't know how to do that. He doesn't have the tools necessary. And if he would, and if they were like together from the very beginning, he would never develop the tools necessary to be a good partner. Because that's what he should. That's what a romantic relationship should be. It's not. It's not like two people, like in a codependent relationship or anything. It's it's a partnership. It's leaning on each other. It's lifting each other up. It's not about, I can't walk without you. It's, thank you for helping me carry my load. And Aang can't carry her load. And another thing is that Aang is a nomad. He's all about traveling and like, you know, he's all about like discover about philosophies and learning and discovering new people and all of that. Katara wants to go home. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, there are certain characters who want to stay and build and you know th- it, this is a line that from my story that peace yeah. is not something you win once and it stays that way for that it stays that way forever peace is something you build and you can't do that by just like jet setting everywhere you want to go and like leaving responsibility behind it's not mm-hmm. going to work like that and katara if she were to have ended up with Aang, if she were, <laughs> would be reduced to kind of Avatar's wife, this Avatar's girl thing, and she would never have her own agency to discover what she wanted to do, which is a kind of person, because Katara would never do what Aang did. Katara would never, her whole shtick is that Katara would never ever turn her back on people who needed her. And that's exactly what Aang did. Because he was afraid, like he, because that's his character. You, know, the, you see the mismatch in philosophies here, right? There's, there's also that. So, and that's another reason why I was so quick to say that Toph would like be be a good, be, be a decent match. partner for for yeah. Aang because she doesn't take his shit either. She <laughs> keeps him grounded, and he he lets her be free. You know what I mean? Like she yeah. has wanted out of her like parents is hold of this like little fragile bl- blind girl mm-hmm. um, shtick forever and Aang and Sokka were the first male figures in her life to treat her to treat her with any kind of modicum of respect whoever treated her like a person as well so that's why they, mm-hmm. I, I that once they mature enough they could be like they would make a good they would make good partners like roaming the world together because Toph would never be a cop <laughs> yep Never. Would never be a cop. It makes no sense. Talf would never be a bad mom who's a cop. Mm -mm. If we do bypass the romance aspect, though, 
Like mm-hmm. all of the ship shit. Let's just go by um, this very dry philosophy of booking. Because I mm-hmm. come from the world of professional wrestling from back in my youth. I know how this works. I know what goes mm-hmm. into the philosophy of what booking mm-hmm. an arc is. Shout out to Manila Wrestling Federation. Sorry. Love them. <laughs> <laughs> Love them. Love them so much. Um, Go ahead, man. If you are to book all of their different arcs, it should be from a point where they start out somewhere and they end up at a better place. Qatar mm. was not better with Agni. It did nothing to enhance the character. That, that's all I'm saying. Like, Mm-mm. if we're just running by the fact that everyone gets to have their push to the stratosphere, the only one that didn't get it was her. Because she had to be the Avatar's girlfriend. And then, of course, she never got a statue. Yeah. Yeah. Zuko got to be the Fire Lord. Aang was the Avatar. Toph was... Toph. Toph was tough, bro. Like a metal bending pioneer. <laughs> Hell yeah. Toph yeah, was, was the world heavyweight champion. Toph <laughs> doesn't have to be the avatar to be the most powerful creature in the world. Like so true. they they took her way her eyesight so that they could balance her. Like, like I'm sure they did that because God could not make her that powerful because this couldn't be Toph's story. If it was mm-hmm. Top Story, there would be no other characters. She'd just be taking <laughs> over the world. <laughs> Hell um, yeah. So what I'm saying here is like, Toph gets to have her relatively static character arc. Mm-mm. Zuko gets to have his uh, full transformation character arc. We get um, Aang's main hero arc. And mm-hmm. Katara was getting the strong female lead up until the end like it it plateaus and why is it that she was the only one to do that she was she was the only one to plateau within within the overarching story of avatar and in the show where almost no one was compromised it's so easy to notice that katara was was the creators hated Zutara. Mm-hmm. They very loudly hated it. Um, yep. Are you guys familiar with the incident of, of SDCC 2009? No, no I haven't. No. Can you please, 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 please. Um, okay. in, in San Diego Comic Con 2009, Bright held a panel and they kind of showed something called Book Four Forbidden Love. And it was all about how they thought that if Zutara got together, it would be an abusive relationship. And the way that they told that story was through fan art made by little kids of Zutara. And during that whole panel, they were like making fun of it and seeing like, oh, this is this because this is what would happen if Zutara got together. And all of these kids who like Zutara would grow up to never have like a healthy relationship and people went insane because what the fuck right so in 2009 that was also when zutara fans got together and they started the very first ever ship week for any ship ever they started Mm -hmm. the phenomenon of 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 an entire celebration of the ship and everything just kind of caught on you can google that zutara started ship weeks 
That's amazing. In, two, in 2009. Wow. That's why like I can't be baited into ship wars anymore. I'm just like I've I've heard I've heard literally all of it. Relax. I mean, it, it's <laughs> that's a weak. That's a like that is also something I've very much experienced in the ship mm-hmm. fandom of MHA. Mainly anyone who does not like Bakugo with Uraraka. They have yeah. made the argument so many times if he would be My, my besties are Kachako, so I know all of all the tea without watching the show. They hey. have, dude, there was a comic, there was a fan comic made of Uraraka being like full on 50s wife beater situation as Bakugo's wife. Like she had bruises on her face. He was wearing a white stained tank top. All of the whole shit. Right? And the thing is, like, I don't know why the hostility is that deep towards any of this. Like, the only the only character in MHA to have almost killed anybody is Ida. Just saying. Like, Bakugo's got a lot of bark, but he's never really executed. Um, and you know, it, it, it sucks that, like, some people would go that far. And to know that the Avatar creators themselves were the ones who went that route is really sad you really disappointed me here nerd bill goldberg (laughs) (laughs) like dude you you created a show like i i also think this was like a weird route to go if you're the creator of the show like one thing that horikoshi does in mha is that he kind of lets all this shit fly like whether it's with momo and jiro like uraraka and fucking toga like these things are things that never happen that probably will never happen. But like, if you are the first one to like shoot the opinion of a certain part of the fandom down, just to like fulfill your own agenda, it comes off really weird. It, it, com- it comes off really weird and almost like you hate money. <laughs> like, like do- don't you want your fandom to like, come up with their own ideas of what would have been good in this world because it keeps them coming back don't jk rowling yourself like don't paint yourself into a corner and it it kind of just tells you how rooted this is in what you say the self-insert of ang like uh dude like you you're you're making millions off of this this is your life's work you you can have people like work it in their heads however you want. It doesn't change what you already did. Like even if we don't agree, if we, even if we make this argument fucking forever, Qatar and Ang still end up together, whether we want it or not. It's it's just really weird that they decided that they had to do that. Yeah, it's another I've never reason seen why punch down Katara... so it, it's another reason why Katara and Zuko never really talk in Legend of Korra or in the comics. Right. They're so like antagonistic towards each other, despite them having the closest relationship by the end. Mm-hmm. It's it's to keep them away because Bright are so they hate Zutara so much that they will literally ruin their canon already established friendship. Uh yeah, I, I feel that. I'm I'm, I'm looking at you, Bones. <laughs> All the shit you did in season six. I'm oh looking at you. I, I saw what you did. I saw what you wrote out. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm watching you. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, <laughs> I have this like interesting thought. Sorry, can you, I'm still gathering my thoughts. Um, we did say a lot about the 
the demographics of the show, right? Eight mm-hmm. to eleven years old. Just so happens that I was in grade six when I watched it. And truth be told, man, <coughs> you're right. Like when the show ended, when they had that massive uh, marathon on Nickelodeon, all we ever talk about as guys was oh hala si Ang si Katara sila na oh my god then we never really dove into like the fucking battle of agony kai yung arc ni Sokka with the meteor right and we never really talk about it. like right oh thank you thank you so it kind of sent like a wrong message to me personally okay i have to admit this i'm sorry like who's ever watching even if my girl is watching but at the time I really felt like I was Aang. Sure, not spiritual, but I needed someone who will complete me because that was the show's ending. So uh, I keep on coming back to this thought. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys remember this episode. And this is why I chose Avatar then. Do you guys remember the chakra part of the show? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, we got like, the, the, the chakra part. Like, Ang was doing so well. It's well established in previous uh, episodes that he has a strong connection with the spiritual world because he's the avatar by default. Parashang to Spider Man, if you got powers and then you never really work out, but you choose to work out to get, you know, Miguel O'Hara body. Ganon. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Still not over the Spider Verse. So, what I find fascinating is when we talk about the picture of adult them, the show, the demographics, the what-ifs, and the hate towards Zutara, that inconsistency, because they kind of messed it up during the Chakra episode when Ang couldn't really let go of Katara. Wherein, sinasabi lang ng spiritual teacher niya na you must let go just you know that mindset it is what it is whatever happens to katara it is what it is lang naman yung hinihingi niya as a spiritual teacher but ang couldn't let go and book 3 comes and that photo ang is super clingy to katara i was like shit so ang didn't really let go so fuck I, for know, george I, lucas for all <laughs> for the for the bumbling idiot this man is for all his PowerPoint transitions, right? <laughs> he was, yeah. I, I, I yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I, I hate Star Wars movies so much <laughs> for all the idiocy. Um, it's okay. But he was able to do this with Luke. Mm-hmm. He did it with Luke, like right. Like mm-hmm. sure, it was in the weirdest way possible. Like I've, I have kissed my sister on the lips. At least twice before finding out who's my sister. Like this, this is this is the man that we all put in the pedestal as like the mm-hmm. god of sci-fi, right? Um, and this is also like it's it's it's, Vin- it's what I would call like as a former wrestling fan like a Vince McMahonism. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you decided that this guy's the main character, so main character has to have everything, right? Yeah, and it it it's the reason why you will never see a happy wrestling fan. <laughs> Because, mm-hmm. because when you decide that you want your company carried or your brand carried by one guy mm-hmm. as the leader of the company, yeah. it doesn't matter what other stories you could tell. It doesn't matter that you have a revolving door of people. 
It doesn't mm. matter that Sami Zayn is right there. It doesn't mm. matter that Kevin Owens is in the <laughs> right spot. You will mm. always dump it back to fucking Roman. And <laughs> when this is your thought process with your product, and this is your thought process with your product, like the creators of Avatar, you're throwing away money because you can circle it back to your guy. Like, Avatar will always circle back to Aang. No matter what direction, Zutara, I don't give a shit. I don't like Zuko with fucking Toph. That could have fucking right. happened, right? Like, <laughs> yep. No matter rich. what, no matter what, Ang will always be there and it will circle back to Ang. And when you Vince McMahon your way into booking that Ang has to have everything, then it discounts the value of the other characters. You can't just put your story. You can't paint your story into the corner of like <laughs> the guy with the big belt because everyone is looking at this story from several different angles. And when you're saying it from the, from the angle that you want to force your audience into, then you have a complete other portion of the audience that's probably fucking paying that isn't yes. getting what they want. And yun nga, you said the compromise yung nangyari sa Agni Kai. Like, um, you are not thinking as much about the fact of what he did to Ozai. Like, he 30-year-old right, right. need needs Ozai, you know? Like, I right. took away your bending. bending. Yeah. And you're not thinking about that because now he kissed Katara. And... <laughs> oh my god, oh I know. <laughs> Shit. Can you imagine? Imagine, can you imagine how much we would have cared less that like he like that Luke defeated the Empire if we just like kissed Leia? He kissed Leia. <laughs> the three things that I've learned by watching Avatar The Legend of Aang are the following. First, the importance of letting go. I strongly resonate with it because I am guilty of being overly attached to memories emotions and even to things there's a lesson of letting go second be empathetic and kind just not just to others be kind to yourself because oftentimes we tend to be too tough to honor ourselves just like zuko finding honor just like azula being too tough on herself that she go cray cray be kind and empathetic to others and of course last one have hope as Zuko somehow had hope that he will find the avatar, pero parang nope, it was like forever banishment nga kay Ozai. God dang. Maybe like, the ha- avatar was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> See, avatar. you know, we think of it, man. Like, I'm fucked up ng, oh man, ng advice then from his dad. Like, find the avatar, but we don't know if the avatar is a lever one. So, the importance of letting go, be empathetic and kind, have hope because TBH, to be honest, Avatar The Legend of Aang is one of the best shows I've ever watched when I was a kid. Yeah. Wordplay. Wordplay. Sorry, I love wordplay. So. Ah. Next. <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? Sige, ako na lang kasi ano pag dito. Para kayo yung ending. Key takeaways is number one, Avatar will remain one of the best series. It's gonna remain one of the best shows that I've seen so far. And hopefully, hopefully, if ever they decide to continue the story on a different arc, 
they give it justice. Kasi maski ako nakulangan ako dun sa ending. As a fan, medyo naano, nakulangan ako dun sa ending. But the storyline itself is really good. Second one, um, takeaway is, for guys out there, your hair is part of being mature or part of growing up. If your hair doesn't change, you're not growing up. Paano ko nasabi? Magsasabi dyan. Magsabi, si, si Ang Akalmoy, ano ko, nagkabuok si Ang. Nung final season, nagkabuok si Ang. Kahit nga lang, pero nagkabuok din siya. <laughs> si Zuko, naging tonight will be the night that I would fall for your hair life. Diba? <laughs> si Soka, kahit pa paano, nakita ko yung lugay na Soka. Kaso talagang tinali niya dahil appropriate daw for battle. But then again, it's a wolf tail. Hmm. And then, you know, the first two are pretty much for comedy purposes. But the last one is really important. And I think everyone can agree na it's okay for you to create your own um, storylines on the story itself. No one will judge you. Again, everyone will definitely put some collaborative efforts to make it better or to put their ideas behind it. But then again, it's okay for you to form your own ending. Just let your imaginative drive be the ending for what you think is right. In the end, or in her heart, Zuko and Katara should have been the one that ended. Same goes for Sebusa. That's my takeaways for this episode. Uh, how about you, parang Seb? Huli na natin si Anja kasi tingin ko hanggang 3.30 tayo nito eh. Ah! Oh! Uh... <laughs> One key takeaway for me is like take it from someone who's been an asshole all his life. Like I've been the worst kind of person. Being alive is one of the key things to knowing that it's not too late. Like Zuko may not have, you know, committed like a Vegeta level genocide before he turned good, but like he was a piece of shit. But <laughs> it was a piece of shit, but he tried his best to not be the most massive one. If you have the opportunity to change, don't ever think it's too late for you to do so. It's so important for someone bad to believe that maybe there is room for redemption for you. Because some people out there might think that it's too late. It's really not. And I can, like, most of the people that I used to bully back in high school all the way to adulthood, I have apologized to these people. And, you know, a good number of them have forgiven me. And that is a grace afforded to me by people who don't have to. But, you know, you have to live with the cards dealt to you. Like, you know, every time. The bad things you do, It's not going to be erased. But like Zuko, if you take time within yourself to grow and the chance to put yourself out there to people who you don't know if they'll react well to you or not, you just have to do it. Taking accountability for what you've done, taking it on the chin if people will talk shit to you, even if you've genuinely changed, that's the accountability you have to take for yourself. But don't think that the shit you might receive after changing should be the thing that should top that should stop you from doing that pull through with it it's worth it and 
and the darker times that we live in. It's not bad to take on the Ang mindset of believing that the greatest adversities can be overcome with hope, with the support of your friends, and with fighting a good fight. You don't have to play dirty. You don't have to be a piece of shit. You can be a good guy for the sake of doing things that are good. Two relatively long statements. You asked for three, but I'll leave it at that. Okay. There we go. Thank you. Thank you, Seb. Thank right. you. And now? The start of Joe. the night. What's up, Joe? It's okay. Stop letting me start this an email. It sparkles. I like things that sparkle. Anyway, first thing is that I made notes. Um, you are notes. not <laughs> <laughs> notes is you are not what happened to you unless you let it so you are not the awful awful things that were done unto you and you don't have to be like this scarred angry little boy forever you can choose to move past it and become someone who has been transformed by it you don't have to stay this victim you don't have to stay into in this mindset that you were wronged you can you can be reborn into something new you don't have to stay hurt is you can you can find a way to move past it second one is you can make your own family um that was one of the biggest things that avatar itself taught me is that you don't have to like rely on to the family that you were born into. You can make your own. You can your your friends and your acquaintances, the people that have changed you in your life. They are also your family in a sense, and you are not alone. And you can make new friends. You can make new families every time. And you don't have to be stuck running away from every problem. And you have you always have these people in your life who will help you turn into the best possible version of you that you can be, a gang. And lastly is, I think the biggest point why I'm so like attached to all of the characters and why I am so like protective of all of them is the same reason that I'm so like, I love people. I do, I love people so, so much is because you have to imagine people complexly you have to imagine that they are not just this asshole from work. You have to imagine that they're not just this Karen who's having a really terrible day. You have to imagine that they had the past. They had all of these different things that they went through, all of these different things that they suffered from that turned them into this person. And whether or not you want the, this person in your life is your decision. It's completely up to you. But you have to imagine that people are not two-dimensional archetypes that we imagine them to be. And a lot of the times their decisions have nothing to do with us. Like if somebody left you, there's a reason why they say it's not you, it's me. Because a lot of the time their decision is because of how they feel and it has nothing at all to do with you. So, you know, you've got to imagine people complexly the way you would imagine that Zuko is not the same little boy in book one, in book one as he is in book three. Katara is not this weepy little girl who keeps complaining about her mom. She has gone through so much. She's this traumatized child who has grown strong and brave and will never ever turn her back on people who need her. So there's 
that layer as well. You got to imagine people with multitudes. You got to imagine every single person that they've ever been to get to the person that they are now and everyone who they will become. Also, read and stream-ish. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> My goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jonah. Read and Thank stream. You. I'm still here on Spotify. Right. <laughs> on oh, this, this brings me to the next one. Where can we find you? <laughs> Where can And how can we support you? Um, me. Um, my Instagram is just my name. It's just Jonah Dayuta. But if you want to read the stories, you go. You look for Ode Better on AO3 or on Spotify, and you will find the I'm Still Here podcast. So all 10 hours of that show, there's also an original song that uh, I co-wrote with my friend. And, you know, go to Zutara OPM to go into our anniversary gig and hang out with us and talk Avatar and be nerds and have fun. Yeah. Read it and stream-ish uh, watch Haley Wong's animatic of that one scene in I'm Still Here. Hey. Haley Wong is incredible. I love you, Haley. You're great. Mm. <laughs> uh, Haley is a, the, was an animator with Disney, and she created like an animation of part of the scene of my fic, and I love it. And Yeah. Gosh darn. Oh, I mean, thank you. Thank you, Jonah. How about you, Seb? Is there any way we can support you or find you you can find me in your fucking closet under your bed in your deepest, darkest nightmares. <laughs> and in my hero academia. Uh, well, if ever I do come back to having my own fucking page, my Twitter is at Seb the Harmacist. Uh, and that is also my IG. So you can find me there being really cringe about, about ships. And, uh, Be cringe, at least you're free. Mm, yes, for now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> While we can write shit. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you can find me there talking about all things pop culture, whether it's Critical Role or My Hero Academia or now uh, Avatar. Um on Instagram, you could just kind of basically see me be a hand model taking a picture of my toys like this. Uh, I mean, my maybe... Instagram is me like looking not at the camera. Um, my, my Instagram. <laughs> that, that, that's is... most of the women I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. So yeah, thank you, thank you, Seb. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please, uh, I would be posting the links of how you can support Joe and Seb and Sis and I well, with our projects and all yeah. uh, at Runaway Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So thank, thank you guys you. for tuning in. There we go. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> so thank you for Runaway with the Runaway Podcast. We'll see you again <laughs> next Friday. Thank you, runners. Good night. And that's it for this episode. Join the conversation every Friday at 10.30 p.m. PST on Facebook. To know more about wellness, listen to the rest of our content. Subscribe to the podcast. Share the podcast. Run away with Runaway Podcasts.